You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day for and available wherever you get your podcast. We got another lockout update. We got pitchers and catchers reporting, uh, but not really. Psych, I lied. Uh, we have mini camp starting for the baseball leagues that actually are going to play the game of baseball, which is super fun. And we got some, uh, maybe roster is not the right word, but we got a, a list of players that will be attending that mini camp. Uh, obviously, no major league players will be attending it. However, quite a few uh, noteworthy minor league players in our system all go into the mini camp. Most of the usual suspects, really all the top prospects, um, but but still fun to talk about regardless. Uh, nine God, Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl. We got a packed show, baby. So welcome back to Locked On Tigers. We'll kick it off with our lockout update as we always do because we want to get the, the ridiculous nonsense bad news out of the way at the beginning, right? We want to get all that crap out of the way early and then just focus on the actual game of baseball. For the rest of the show. All right. The latest update is infuriating. Is that, I think that's probably a fair word to use in this current situation. Yeah, we're going to go with infuriating. I don't care what side you're on. I don't care if you're one of the select few of people that, that DM me every single day and, and, t- Tell me I'm ridiculous for choosing the player's side. Lord knows there's, there's, there's a few of you, right? And that's fine. That's your right. I, I say that every single show. That's your right to, to have that opinion. Fact of the matter is neither side uh, is, is willing to compromise very much. And neither side is going to get a deal done anytime soon. And again, whether you are pro player, pro owner, both of them suck, whatever, there is no denying that today's, uh, yesterday as you're listening to this update, is asinine from the owners. Just absolutely, embarrassingly terrible. I, I, I could do a 30-minute show just listing off adjectives to describe how pathetic of an offer this most recent one was. And it's it's because of one clause. We we can we can disagree on on everything else. We can disagree on the the revenue sharing, we can disagree on the arbitration, we can disagree on on the the service manipulation, whatever. There is no way anyone in their right mind is actually on the owner's side. When it comes to eliminating hundreds and hundreds of minor league ball players, just cutting them. You are not playing baseball anymore. Dunzo. The current 
maximum allow, uh, uh, allocated, the maximum uh, number, I guess we can just say, just simplify it, stupid, the, the, the maximum amount of minor league players a team can roster at any time is 180. MLB wanted to put in their offer that that number not be lowered immediately because they are, they're nice guys, right? Then we won't lower it immediately, but over the next two to three years, we want that thing down to 150. Now, on the surface, you're looking at it going, all right. What's the big deal, Bentley? That's that's 30 people. That's 30. That's 30 times 30. There are 30 teams in the league. That is 30 times 30. ESPN 30 for 30 that. It's nonsense. That's nonsense. What are we talking about? You already eliminated, what, 40 teams? Last December... During the, during the COVID season, you just cut like 40 minor league baseball teams. You eliminated pretty much a whole level of, of minor league baseball. You, ever, you, you notice how there's not three levels of single A baseball anymore? Yeah, because last December, they wiped one out. They said, we're, we're done with that. We don't want to pay for, for a whole extra league. Why, why do we have that? No, get rid of it. I'm I, I'm a, a multi multi billionaire, and I don't want to pay thirty minor leaguers barely enough money to to be able to put food in their stomachs and and have houses over their heads. That's too much for me. And I guess to their credit, you know, if 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 you if you got to choose between living like that and and just saying, you know what, you're probably not going to make the show. Let, let's just cut the crap and, and get you out of this business. I, I guess maybe that's a fair gripe. Maybe. I still disagree with it. But but I, I mean, I guess if that's the argument you want to come with, maybe I can somewhat see some attempts of logic, we'll put it. It's just nonsense, man. None, none of it is, is, is valid. It's all just about saving money when you are a multi-billionaire. What are we doing? These are the richest human beings on the planet, dog. And, and, we're, and, and we want every owner to eliminate 30 minor league contracts. What on earth are we talking about? nonsensical just embarrassing like they should literally be embarrassed they they should not want to to show their faces in public they they should they sh- they should not want to go out and and see fans and see people and and speak words what the hell my goodness and just the then the, then they add it with, oh well well, we'll also say we'll put in here that uh we we want to leave it open so that as the CBA goes on we can raise or lower but raise potentially that number back up 
but also probably lower it. But we just don't want a set number. Get out of my face. What are we doing, man? Seriously, what are we doing? Everybody. Everybody involved in this nonsense. What on earth are we doing? This is such crap, man. All of it. And I'm so, so tired of it. I just had an unbelievably long day. I pretty much worked from when I woke up to, to, to now. It is well into the morning. You don't even want to know what time it is when I'm recording this. I, I'm so exhausted as is. And I love the game of baseball with all my heart. More than just about anything on this planet. I cannot stand Major League Baseball. The, the difference, I love the sport with all, all every ounce of me. It's a lot of ounces. I love baseball. But the sport is different than the league. And Major League Baseball gives me migraines. My goodness gracious. And I'm not even sure if this is good content. I don't even know if this first segment is even going to be good to listen to. It might have just been me repeating myself and screaming about how stupid I think this all is for 10 minutes. And if that's how it came out and and, and you're like, what the hell is this dude on? I apologize. But it's truly hard to articulate how dumb and frustrating... And, and, and ignorant and selfish and just ridiculous this whole thing is. So there's your update. My, 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 my lockout update is screw all of it. This is infuriating. And I'm tired of it. And I'm sure you're tired of it too. You know what I'm not tired of though? Built Bar. This is the time of year that most people have pretty much given up on their New Year's resolutions, but not this year. This year, you're sticking to your resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not even really a resolution because you enjoy eating them so much. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream, pie. It's all so good. And these are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs included. That's 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. Most most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs. That's with 17 grams of protein. You compare that to the candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They have mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Sign me the hell up. They are delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you. Because at Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make the t- they make sure the bar tastes delicious first, and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they always pull it off. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 for fifteen percent off 
of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why should you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Just doesn't make sense, dog. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore their easy to use website today. Find the resolution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, everybody. We are back for segment two of Locked On Tigers. Am I any more calmed down? Probably not. I'm also just like, you know when you get exhausted and you just got a, a quick trigger, man. It's just, I, yeah, I'm so, my brain is, is just so mush. Like, and it's just gonna, like, I'm already thinking about it again. It's already setting me off again. It's so ridiculous, man. I, I've probably said ridiculous a million times. I apologize. But it's, it's, it's so asinine. It's just, this, this game is beautiful. And, and has the ability to be maintained and, and, and sustained. And we see it when, when on normal years, which we haven't had in, in, <laughs> in three years. But, but we, 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 we've seen, you know, all this crap. Oh, baseball's dying, whatever. Baseball is only dying when Major League Baseball gets in its own way. The sport of baseball is anything but dying. You look at the the profits that these owners and organizations are bringing in. They're just as high, if not higher than ever. At least, again, before the the world completely lost its mind and and, and flipped on on its head in 2020. But it's, it's, oh my goodness. You, you already, we, we used to not even have a limit to how many minor leaguers you could have. You could just employ as many as you wanted because we had a ton of minor league teams that were all also making money and sustainable and beloved in their communities and growing the game of baseball. And then we decided we wanted to eliminate 40 minor league teams because the COVID year happened. Oh, we're not making as much money. Why is there even this? Why does this league even exist? We have like 72 different levels of the minors. Let's just slice one. And then we had a limit to how many minor leaguers we could sign. Because again, why would we want to pay any more than we already do? I'm only uh, worth $5.6 billion. What, why, what else do I have to do around here? I, I don't want to pay these people $7 a year. Get out of my face. So we did that. And now we, we want to, <laughs> we, we don't actually, you know, they, they say that you know, we, we don't actually want to want to reduce this, but we just want the, the quote is, 
it's laughable, but the quote is the flexibility to do so in the future. Yeah, dog, for sure. You already eliminated 40 teams. We definitely all believe that you owners, after the last four months, definitely have everyone's best interest in mind, definitely have minor leaguers' best interest in mind, of course, because they've been treated like kings the last 100 years. And, and you we're just going to blindly let you just go on and, and oh, yeah, you know what? The, you don't actually want to, but we'll just give you the ability to do so if you just happen to change your mind in the future, which you never would do, obviously. Unbelievable. I cannot listen to it anymore, and I have to talk about it for my job, and it just infuriates me. All of it is infuriating. I am so riled up. I don't know how I'm supposed to transition from this to to like supposed to be happy good news. But golly, can we just get our stuff together? Can we please, both sides, everybody involved, can we just get our stuff together and give me baseball back. Give all of us baseball back. My goodness. I don't, I mean, free agents. We still got Carlos Correa is still a free agent, dog. What the hell is he going to do? I'm going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, the season's starting in like two weeks because we waited until June to get a deal done. And then we're going to have three affected seasons in a row. And then we're going to raise our hands and go, why is baseball dying? That's when we'll ask the question. And we'll go, are you freaking kidding me? You had an opportunity to be the only sport playing in a pandemic. You had the opportunity. You did. Basketball was shut down. Then and, and then they went to a bubble. NHL was shut down, and they went to a bubble, and it wasn't football season. You're the only sport bigger than you. You had every single opportunity to get your crap together, put no fans in the stands, have testing as often as you wanted to make sure there wasn't outbreaks within teams. You, it would have just been what the 60-game season was, but over the full course of a year, you had the resources, you had the ability, but you stepped on your own feet then, both sides of you did. Then, we go into 2021, the last year of the CBA. We don't have fans for the first three months, we get out of that, vaccines start rolling out, baseball is was was surprisingly pretty okay with, with the spreading of the Vaccine, no matter your opinion on that, that was important for the leagues going forward. A lot of other hockey's is the the golden standard. There's only one unvaccinated player in the entire NHL. Uh, but like football's had its troubles. Football was never going to stop for anything. Basketball's had its troubles getting everybody vaccinated. We've seen what's happening with Kyrie Irving and and some other players. Baseball was was pretty pretty solid about it. Was pretty good. Yeah, dudes at least getting Johnson and Johnson, you, you know, and then we, we've seen a, a plethora of players that are getting boosted as well. We're seeing some teams, the Chicago White Sox, are are making minor leaguers get boosted to, to show up to camp. Like, we're seeing the, the ability to maintain this, but there were no fans. 
for the first, what, two months, two and a half, almost three months of the season. I think June is when they started letting fans back in, at least in Comerica, at, at semi-full capacity. Whatever. It took a few months to get that profit back and, and actually get stadium profits back. Okay? So now we're heading into year three of this nonsense that everyone's tired of. And we're heading in to the third affected year by incompetence by ownership. Mm, I guess maybe 2021, it's not really fair to say there's any incompetence by ownership. That was just pretty much strictly the pandemic is, is the reason that that was affected. But we are, we are three years removed now from a, a normal season. Three. It's 2022, 2019 was our last normal year. 2020, you could have had no fans, but you could have played a full season. 2021, there's nothing you could have done about not having fans at the beginning of that year, but you got them back. You got them back pretty quickly against the wishes of like a lot of government officials, actually, you got them back. Which, again, doesn't matter your opinion. They did it. They got back on track. They started making your money, their money again. Beautiful. Then the CBA ends, and, and now we're right back where we started. I just want some freaking normalcy in three years that has had none of it. So unbelievably tired of, of both of both sides, all parties involved. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. My goodness. I've not, I have now just ranted for 20 minutes. I, I was supposed to talk about something else in the second segment, and I'm just all riled up. I, I, I am very, very sorry. Um, golly. We'll get into our third and final segment where we will actually talk about camp, mini camp that's starting. I promise that's what we will talk about. Okay. First, though, got to tell you all about betonline.net. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, everybody, welcome back to our third and final segment of Locked on Tigers. I promise we are done. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I'm done rambling about it. Um, Again, I, I might listen back to that in a couple of days and and just think, wow, that was horrible content, whatever. But it might have been great, too. You know, everybody loves a little emotion. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm pretty open about that. So you, you, got, a, you, got, you got a little bit of passion today. And it's at the hands of absolute pure just exhaustion, but, but you got it. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about today was minicamp starting. So obviously Major League Baseball, no players on a Major League Baseball roster can attend minicamp. 
pitchers and today's Tuesday, pitchers and catchers for the Tigers were supposed to report on Tuesday and then the full well scattered between Tuesday and Wednesday with our first full squad workout, which is scheduled to be February twenty first. Uh, while technically speaking, that is a possibility. It's really not that there's no way that's happening. So we have minicamp and anybody who has no affiliation to the major league roster is eligible to attend. There are 62 players attending Tigers minor league minicamp. And I just thought it would be fun and nice to just go through some of the cool names that will be at camp. Bo Brisky, big one that jumps off the page for the pitchers right away. Bo Brisky uh, did an interview with me. Um, I got, got the pleasure of, of talking to him with over la- the end of last summer, I believe is when that is. You can go find that episode on here. Uh, he was the Tigers minor league pitcher of the year last year, and the entire organization had a fantastic season, took huge strides forward, has a phenomenal changeup. Uh, as a dog, man, dude wants to get better. 23 years old heading into this season. Super going to be super fun to watch his development. I'm, I'm very, very excited about him. And, and like I said, took huge strides this past season and, and was one of the best voted as the best minor league pitcher in the entire Tigers organization. So that's a super cool. And Drew Carlton, who we saw at times last year, he will be at minor league camp, which means he's no longer on the 40 man, which means he probably... Well, I guess we might just use him in the same capacity. I don't know. We'll see if he even makes the team on a camp. Um, but he, he is another person on this list. Wilmer Flores, another noteworthy player. The most noteworthy of these players being the top prospects. All will be attending. Spencer Torkelson, Riley Green, Dylan Dingler, and Jackson Job, All set to be at this mini camp as well. A.J. Ladwig is an interesting one. He's kind of been a minor league depth piece for a while. Back in the day, there was some belief that that he could have been relatively effective at the major league level. He's now 29, was in AAA again last season. Uh, not not really sure the long-term plan with him, but cool to see him still around at least. And it, I mean, if we need a bullpen depth piece, it might just be AJ time, you know? Not a bad one. Ty Madden, another one. One of the higher-ranked prospects in the organization was just drafted last season out of Texas. Jordan Marks, who I am so pumped about. If you do, if you didn't follow me on Twitter uh, or, or listen to the show when last year's draft was, uh, then let me tell you how big of a fan I am of Jordan Marks. Jordan Marks is, was, was one of my favorite draft picks in, uh, in our entire incredible draft class, by the way this past season. So that'll be a super fun one to keep an eye on. Reese Olsen will be there. Reese Olsen was the player we got in return for Daniel Norris. Another great slider with a high spin rate in this organization. RJ Pettit, another friend of the program that we got the uh, that I got the pleasure of sitting down with and talking to. You can go find that episode as well last year. Um, RJ was drafted last season as well. 6'8", 280 pounds. Hell yeah. He was a great dude to talk to. Very, very cool guy. Uh, rooting for him definitely as well. He actually made it up to, uh, to, to West Michigan, high single A by the end of last season. So another guy to look out for. I mean, a lot of this is pretty self-explanatory, right? Like it's just, 
honestly, this is very therapeutic for me. So I'm, I apologize if this is not like great. You know, you're like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no dip. All these guys are making it. They're all our minor leaguers. That's what you said. That's who you said was showing up. It's just therapeutic to just listen to to players in the Tigers organization are about to play baseball. Isn't that just nice to listen to? You can just sit back. I I got. I, I got all riled up. I got the blood pumping. I, I got my blood boiling. Uh, you're, you're just trying to enjoy your, your way to work. And you're like, wow, now I'm angry. Thanks a lot. We're going to end the show on just some some nice therapeutic. You just sit back and listen to me say players' names. And, and know that I'm saying their names because they are about to play the beautiful game of baseball. So there you go. That's what we're ending the show on. Logan Shore. Another one, uh, kind of believed to be somewhat of a 4A player, I guess. Uh, hasn't really made an impact at, past the minor league level yet, but he's another one that will be a cap. Dylan Smith, another player, let me tell you. I was so pumped about Dylan Smith on draft night, University of Alabama, the Crimson Tide. Uh, he was phenomenal his last two years at Bama, and I... I there are there's wide love for him within uh, very respectable people in the Tigers organization a but very respectable uh, analysts of the Tigers organization some of the 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 other people in our nice little loving community that uh, that we have built on the intranet and in person there's there's some scouts there's there's some pretty highly regarded people like I said in our community that are very very big fans of Dylan Smith Will Vest guy that we had and then lost in the Rule Five and then now is back again uh, guess who's back back again Will Vest is back tell a friend um, Adam Wolf guy who shoved I believe he threw a no hitter last year if I remember correctly. Uh, another guy that when he was younger was kind of believed to maybe have a future in a bullpen or a spot starter at the major league level is now 25 years old. Still plenty of time left. A guy to keep an eye out for this season. Uh, that's it for the notable pitchers I wanted to bring up as far as hitters. Like I said, the obvious candidates, then we have Colt Keith guy who was drafted out of high school, made it up to West Michigan last year. Everybody's favorite shortstop, Ryan Kreidler, will be there. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, Josh Lester, Andre Lipsius. I mean, that that was a name. Isaac Pacheco will be there. Fun. Christian Santana we talked about in, um, in the, what episode was that? The International Prospects episode. Gage Workman will be there. Danny Cabrera, another guy people are high on. Roberto Campos. Jose De La Cruz, Eric De La Cruz, Riley Green, Parker Meadows. I'm just listing off names now at this point. We're going to cut it. All right. That's pretty much everyone I wanted to bring up anyway. Thank you guys. Truly. I, I really do mean this one. I mean all of them. But I mean this one especially more than usual. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me today. I had a very rough and long day. And I just, I, I needed to let all that out. I needed to let it out. So thank you guys for giving me a, a, a safe space. Because I trust y'all and I love y'all to, to just let me loose. I'm not sure why anybody looked at me screaming my head off 
on on Twitter and was like, "Hey, let's give him a bigger platform." Mind-boggling, but but we ball and we're here. So thank you guys for listening for real. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Like I said earlier, if this ended up being just a really like choppy, rough, uncoordinated, unorganized listen, I really am sorry. It's not my intent. But I am beyond frustrated at this point. Frustrated to the point of exhaustion. And I think a lot of us are. So thanks for listening. Thanks for rocking with me. I'll always rock with y'all. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. Um, you, you, you bet my therapist is hearing an earful about me. You know what's crazy? I go to therapy every Friday. My therapist is not a sports fan at all. No interest in sports. No interest in athletics. I think she, at this point, could probably start her own baseball podcast just off what she has learned from our sessions. I go an hour a day every single week. I swear to you, she she could be on ESPN in, in, in a month. Just because it's it's constantly this. This is this is a peek behind the curtain. No, I'm I'm half playing. I'm I'm only like half kidding. That's the crazy part. Like I I, I talk about like I, I got a lot going on upstairs. I I we we talk about a lot. Okay, but I definitely will roll in there once every couple of weeks. But you will not believe the nonsense that Rob Manfred said today. You the audacity. Of this man, and I'll just go on off for for easily half of our session. She'll be like, "Okay, that's. I'm glad that you think this is a safe space, or you know that this is a safe space. We get that off your chest, but we should probably talk about other things." And I'm like, "Okay, fair enough." So, my point being, thank you for uh, for <laughs> for for taking some of the burden. My therapist appreciates y'all. That's what I'm trying to say. Peace and love. Go to Therapy's Dope. I'll catch y'all tomorrow, baby. Go Tigers.